Welcome to State of the Realm, your, I'm just going to say Final Fantasy XIV podcast at this point, because that's the joke. We're back after a couple weeks off again, and we'll talk about that at the start of the show, but this week we've just got a little bit of light news. It's almost just short of the realm. Uh, we have the 5.2 promotional website just putting out, honestly, basic text and a fairly interesting image, as well as the Moogle Tombstone event and the New Year's message. So, with that, let's get to talking. I'm one of your hosts. Mr. Happy, and of course, joining me, ever so reliable, ever so hardworking when it comes to the back end of the show, actually putting together show notes for this short show, Sly, aka Great Fox. How you doing, Sly? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? I'm uh, tired, man. Too much yeah, Kakarot. Yeah, hitting that, hitting that Kakarot pretty hard, dude. I don't like that sentence. Anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't, no. All right, anyway, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been a, it's been a hell of a week, man. That well, hell of the last couple weeks. How how you been the last? This is the, the well, we we skipped two weeks, so it's been three weeks since the last show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, got got a few things done. Working on a few things. Got to play, got to play a lot of Dauntless and finish my amps and everything. Daunt. All right, there you go. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, I figure we owe the people who tune into the show, and uh, you know, at least what we have been up to the last three weeks, right? Because right. doing State of the Realm has clearly not been one of them. Okay, we're 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 just gonna go ahead and be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen who are watching and who are watching on YouTube later. I guess we didn't have anything. I mean, we had like maybe one or two things, and then that's it. That does not comprise the entire show. That would have been short of the realm. That would have been, at the very least, hi, I'm Mr. Happy, and joining me is Sly. Okay, here's our two things. 20 minutes later, done. I don't even think it would have been 20 minutes. Sly, we can so, make it 20 minutes. You know how long my videos usually are. Come on. Yeah. Thank you the sponsors been, we, at the beginning and the end is already like three or four of those minutes. So I think we would right, have been good. Right. And... and that's squeezing as much out as we could. So instead of, you know, trying to force a show, we just, you know, kind of banked some stuff and, you know, waiting on a few things to happen. And a few things did. So here we are. <laughs> we are again, we are ne- we're, we're not going to bullshit you. We did not have anything. So sorry. And. But- we, you know what, we will Thank talk you. about that because th- I feel like this is a result of a couple things, and we could have actually mm. brought up not having something last week. But again, let me let me let me thank our sponsors and do all that, and then we'll yeah. we'll actually talk yeah, about please. that because I do think it actually is relevant to Final Fantasy fourteen right now. So please. before we start the show, um, as there hasn't been a show in the last two weeks, the latest Steel Series giveaway has ended. The one for last month, uh, it was technically the December giveaway. And uh, by the way, if you are the November winner, you have not emailed me back. So uh, if you watch this, please do. 
because that's a free giveaway win. That's that's not it's going free anywhere. free shit, dude. Yeah. But we still have the December winner to grab as well for our sponsor, Steel Series. They've been sponsoring the show. They've been doing monthly giveaways. Tons of people have won tons of stuff. That's 12 things a year. You might as well enter and try to win because it's free stuff. And who doesn't like free stuff? And it's any country Steel Series ships to for the giveaway. It's not just the U.S. or Canada or any of that. So the winner for the month of December was uh we have cool kid or cool sid actually i just noticed it's with a with a c so cool sid was the winner of the december giveaway which i might want to start renaming these because it's january 21st now the giveaway ended 15 hours ago and that means the january giveaway will be january for 10 days and then it will not be a january anymore and then february is going to really screw it up so i might just call this next one the february giveaway for my own records but congratulations cool sid you're the winner um, there you go. There you go. That's a good good way to start off the new year. And uh, thank you to Steel Series for our sponsors. We of course have our patrons as well. We thank them here up front. Their names are scrolling in the top right, and we will thank our patrons of Darkness who have gone above and beyond more thoroughly towards the end of the show. All right. With that slide, we started mm -hmm. off the show talking about how we haven't done shows for three weeks. Yep. And as you said. It was, quite frankly, we just didn't want to do a bullshit show. Which we've done before. We've done bullshit we've done, shows. Like, yeah, we pulled shows out of our asses. And that's when, like, there was at least something. This is this has been the most nothing of two, maybe three weeks that we've ever had in, in show history. So, Sly, like, I want to I present something to you. Remember okay. how we were all so grateful that that live letter was way earlier than it was supposed to be when we had it during yeah. that 14 hour broadcast? Yeah, that's part of the reason why it's felt so off is because uh -huh. that live letter should have realistically happened like, I guess, like closer to like two weeks ago, essentially. Yeah. And then we would have had a, a little bit of a slow trickle because we would have had a few shows after that. And then it would have been fine. That didn't happen. That didn't even remotely come close to happening this time. And we have a guest, apparently. Um, that's not really all to blame, though. I mean, let's be real. There just haven't been any hot-button topics in Final Fantasy XIV. Most of the job things we've discussed at this point, we've discussed Blue Mage, we've discussed mm -hmm. patch updates, we've discussed rating, crafting, there's nothing to talk about realistically right now, although it looks like there might be in the next patch. Uh, that's like a 15-minute show, even if we woke Ash up at like 2 in the morning or whatever it is for that. So realistically, it's there's not discussion happening in Final Fantasy 14 right now. People are either playing or not playing and waiting for 5.2. Yeah. It's, it's and strange even in, and nothing to talk about, though. It's weird. And even in the uh, New Year's post, out, he said, like, everybody in development operations after New Year's took a bit of a break. They also said 5.2 was done and was basically going through QA. Just to be clear. So no one goes, oh, sewing my patch. No, they said it was done and it's just no, going through, like, done. QA and balances and no. checks and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So don't get mad. <laughs> Because <laughs> last Please. time they took a break was 3.1. <laughs> and that didn't go over so well. It did not. They've learned their lesson. No. Yeah, I think they have. No, they're they're good. I think they've just gotten so good at their scheduling that they, they can take a break realistically for a holiday. Yeah, and it they, doesn't. They deserve it. Yeah. It doesn't screw everything it. up. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's, man, it's just shocking. I've gone on Reddit every day for the last 
several weeks that we haven't had a show. Oh, you have too. Yeah. You have too. Okay. Just looking for a topic, like a Reddit post. that's like, wow, that's important. I'm sure people are talking about that right now. Nope. How many pages do you go through? Uh, well, mine doesn't actually go through pages. I just it just it keeps extending, keeps going down. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how many pages it actually ends up being. But like, I go until I see the best post from the day before, or like two days before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's just crazy. We do have technically a topic that's related to one of the things that's on uh, mm-hmm. the little bit of notes that you round up for this. But we'll just have to get to that. It's just man, it's it's just weird to have a point of no discussion. Nobody's taught. The only thing is Red Mage. That's like the only job that's like part of a discussion. And they said, well, we're buffing it so people stop talking about it. Because there's nothing else to talk about at this point. It's like, it'll either be better, it'll either be good enough, or it won't be. <laughs> Happy players are not dis- are not d- players that discuss anything. <laughs> players are like, alright, that content was, was good. I'm glad I did it. I'll see. Alright, I don't have... That's. I'll see you next patch. I'll see you next patch. <laughs> there's nothing to discuss. It is so weird. I don't know if it's 5.1 being good, not enough content, people waiting for the relic. I don't know what it is. All the above? Maybe. I mean, I'm sure that's who you ask. Depends on who you ask, though. Because, like, some of the yeah. some of the blinders have started to come off on T, and I've seen people starting to downplay its its actual, like, design a little bit Difficulty. more. Yeah, the, the actual encounter itself. So, you know, it's... Well, in comparison, like, you have to ask yourself, how did Ukab and Uwu age? Dude, I love going back and doing Uwu still. Ukab, the first 10 minutes, not so much, but uh, it's it's okay. I can do it. It's not mind grading Mm -hmm. unless there's a lot of, unless it's prog. Prog for Ukab is boring as hell. Right. But I like Uwu. Dude, I did Uwu on Machinist, and we almost killed it before. You know how he's at the end, he starts charging up the ether to kill people one by one? We almost skipped that. Like, he didn't even, almost didn't get through the three primals. Like, that's how over, and that's with me never having, like, raided on Machinist, not since, like, Heaven's Word. So I probably was playing awful. And I think I died at one point. I don't know. Regardless, it was a joke <laughs> for people who have done it before, at the very least. Uh, so I don't know. I'm curious to see how T will age too. But I have started seeing posts like that. You know, talking about how T is like, ah, oh, you know, first two phases are good. Third, fourth phase, not so much. Seen a lot more of that, which is uh, really it echoes a sentiment that seems quite familiar to me. It's almost like I know someone who said that, you know, months ago, and no one listened. Hmm. 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 Wonder who that is. Hmm. Wonder who that is. Wonder who it was who said hmm. the first two phases are the only hard ones, and after that, it's just wormhole and nothing else <laughs> wonder who that was hmm. regardless we do have some topics to discuss and we will yes we do expand upon some of them as we go along the first thing was the new year's post we didn't even have a show after yeah. the new year's post came out and i wish we had ethos on for this but i don't want to wake him up for just or not even wake him up but take away from it. it's not wake him up anymore because europe He's a, yeah. He's probably asleep by now, so preventing him from sleeping, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the New Year's post, uh, although they was, this one was. I, I feel like the last couple of New Year's posts before this one weren't very teasing. It was like one of them just like was. But they usually have this this sort of message, kind of foreshadowing the next um the next expansion. 
they usually have something like this, some sort of little image with a message from someone we don't know who. And yeah, they, well, they all do the same. Sometimes know who. Sometimes I remember it was Louis Swa read one a couple times. Yeah, I think it, yeah, Louis Swan, and then there was I'm forgetting the last one. It was some unknown. I forget. I feel like um, that was kind of the result of what we saw of, of people creating like very, very passionate speculation based on things mm -hmm. like the New Year's events, like especially ever since the dev room where we got to go into the dev room. I felt like that, that. Yeah, that left yep. way too many people with like speculation and expectation that they've tried to shy away from doing anything so explicit as that, that it kind of ends up just being like. More like a promise of things to that. come. Dude, people are still waiting that. for that Doom Train minion. <laughs> Don't forget about wind up Doom yeah, Train. Yeah. yeah, who's to say it's still not coming? Like, I mean. like ever since that, people have held that. And you know, because what was the other one? It was like, what comes after black and white? Is it red or blue? Like, and those kind of things, they've just, ever since that, I feel like the New Year's messages, the Risings, they've tried mm -hmm. to be less and less explicit or in your face with things like that i would much rather them be in your face but i think they're do i think because well they're i think they're avoiding it because they they don't it's very similar to what happened with the fan fest leading up to Shadowbringers, where they mm -hmm. just gave you enough to you know make you think but cr people created such passionate expectations or and incorrect we guesses <laughs> and we always will I think we always will, no matter what. Like you, you give us an inch, we will take a fucking every single time. So to me, it doesn't matter how explicit or not they are. Like we're always going to try try to draw as much as we can out of something, out of nothing. In most cases, that's that was the, that was the name of the game for the show over the last two weeks. If we did it, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, but the less explicit they are, the more wiggle room they have. They say, we never promised that. But when you present, like, wind-up minions and statements from dev members, I feel mm -hmm. like people now expect it more than they already were, like, thinking of it. And that's what... They, I think they want to avoid that altogether. Between their comments after the fan fests where, you know, the whole thing that happened with Male Vieira, people thinking Dancer is going to be a healer because they just thought we were going to get a healer. Like, the, the, I remember the comments saying, like, they, they said, maybe we need to think about the way we present information in the future about FanFest. Maybe say, we're getting a new caster, and then the next FanFest say then what the next caster is. Just so people don't, like, spend months thinking, oh, it's got to be this, and arguing, and then getting upset. The moon. Yeah. The moon is a running joke. People, Every... are, gonna be, people are gonna be unhappy regardless. No matter what yeah, you put but out. They gotta cover their asses. It's all about covering asses. It's always been I about covering it. asses. You know how much people still laud over Yoshi P and they're just like, hey Yoshi, when's those open world primals coming? And he's like Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that, man. Mm. Just I just I think they're just getting further and further away from stating things. When it's not a formal announcement like a live letter or a fan fest, I'm still waiting on my peacock from China. Yeah, and now people want the level 70 disciple of Han Land uh, glam from Korea. That's another one. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And it works for all classes. That's why they want it. It's literally just the level mm -hmm. 71, but it's all it's all jobs. So. 
people are waiting on that big time. But this New Year's post, I, I feel like this fell in line with the last few years of New Year's post where it doesn't explicitly tease something. But it also was much more satisfying. So what it says is, For what are warriors of light but earnest souls of good intent resolved to do that which is right regardless of the consequence? People have picked... Marginalius, Marginalius scribbled upon a history tome in the cabinet of curiosity. Oh yeah, that's right. We need a source. That would, you know... My source was the dev team, but yes, Mar- Marginalia scribbled upon a history upon a history tome um people have picked this one apart i feel like way more than the like i think last year's was like something like it said crimson azure like it was just listing colors and people just direct colors yeah people affiliated to the old expansions it was almost like a telling of things that happened and things to come this does too but i've seen people rip this these four lines apart to try and figure out 5.2 and 5.3 in particular you think it you think it leads to something that close? Because yes. usually these announcements usually these announcements kinda foreshadow things to come, like far, far off. Well, usually within the next year, because it's a new year. So we have five point two, five point three, and five point four. And I'd say mm-hmm. five point two and five point three from a, a story standpoint are among the most anticipated in terms of just story patch updates. Because of the reception of Shadowbringers, uh, and even 5.1, which was, even as a lead-in, was generally well-liked. Uh, but it's mostly because of this, the, the, obviously the word consequence gets people all up in a, you know, all all up in, in arms trying to figure out what the hell, a, what consequence could there be? What kind of game-changing event happens in the story that leads to this? But I've seen so I've seen two or three working theories for this, and I can't say I don't agree with any of them. like I like I, there's I I can agree what are with the aspects. The one I see most often, which is like this that this isn't even talking about us. This is talking about Elidibus, mm-hmm. who said because we're warriors of darkness right now, technically. Right. So the idea is that you know we have you know. Derplander, which we assume is being controlled by Elidibus, and he's trying to take on the portrayal of a warrior of light, that that's it's this is speaking more about his actions, of Elidibus's actions. There's people who are interpreting it that we are we are making the wrong decision. They are putting us in the shoes of the warrior of light. And then there's the ones who, with knowing nothing, put it in the the shoes of the unnamed white-robed person who is leading Xenos to Zodiac, theoretically. It's all about the who the Warrior of Light is, is the number one thing that people seem to be actually questioning here. Yeah. And I think that's sort of fair. I guess it depends on the actual source tome in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. So what do you subscribe to? Regardless of the consequence, tells me Elidibus. Because he doesn't give a fuck what happens. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants. It could even just be Ardbert. I've seen that too. People say this is like almost like a premonition of when Ardbert, you know, and his crew caused the flood of light. Oh, we're all mm-hmm. people are always overthinking these, but the New Year's thing people go crazy for. I mean, I could subscribe to a little bit, a little bit. What kills me is that this one, this one is from the first. This one's actually from the first instead of being from yes. the source. Yes. So it's not speaking of 
us as the warrior of light. We're the warrior of darkness, like you said. Yeah, I, I can only kind of lean towards a little bit. I feel like it makes sense for what happened with Ardbert a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but just with the way that Elidibus is teased using the moniker Warrior of Light as a as a foil to our new moniker of Warrior of Darkness, I can't help but want to go in that direction. I just want to go in that direction. Hmm. Hmm. But but and feels like a fucking stretch. Um the scions usually usually, you know, I can think of one scion who'd frequent the cabinet of curiosity. So maybe this was something he wrote, possibly. He just put it and in it there. Could be, yeah, and it, it could be referring to us. Yeah. I don't know that Orange writes history for the first. <laughs> That's you know what I mean. I don't think he's going to the first be like, well, clearly I need to tell them what's going on here. <laughs> no, 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 like he. I think he'd be kind of a dick to write in the books. Orange's like, pranks he, continue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just scribbles shit in the books. He's like, ah, oh, they'll never know. It was me. Ah, oh, those mm-hmm. fucking suckers. <laughs> gotcha, bro. Gotcha, bitches. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And if Orion J's pranking continuity, that if it's, it's, it's even if it's not canon, we're gonna stick with Orion J's pranking everyone yeah, all That's the time. gonna be our head canon from now on, pretty yeah. much. Anything that could involve Orion J fucking with people is. I like it. It makes things a lot more fun. Well, that was the one thing. So we contemplated doing a show on just that two weeks ago because there's nothing else. And we are 22 minutes into the show. And that would have been a 22 minute show. Well, 25. And I bear in mind, we wouldn't have been talking about not having anything to talk about for a few minutes. Right. So, yeah. All right. It still would have been on around the 20 minute mark. There you go. Short of the realm. That would have been short of the realm two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now, fortunately, we did have something last week that we could have done. We contemplated last week's show being only about the Moogle treasure trove. <laughs> Think about that. Last week's show, what we had news-wise, with no discussion, was the Moogle treasure trove. How long do you think that would have taken with the intro and outro? I mean, there are some points to be made in terms of the Moogle treasure trove. There sure are. And we'll get to them. We'll get to them. But uh, we would have we done our damnedest to stretch that out. We would have tried. I'm going to do my damnedest so, right now. We... <laughs> you got time? I've got beer. Let's fucking go. I've got. So but good. before that, before that, we got a, we got a few more things. Um, oh, a yeah? small thing via the lodestone. Okay. Um. First and foremost, the Art of Reflection Histories Forsaken pre-orders began on the 10th. Um, on the Lonestone, they, they included a few pages. A um, few things behind the scenes. One one page uh, was the design for um, 5.0 Leviathan. Little, you know, sketches. Yeah, I saw that. It looked pretty, you know, look pretty decent. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm really thinking about getting uh, I don't really usually get the art books unless I'm at a fan fest or something and it's just there. But I'm thinking about getting this. Uh, what about you? 
I don't know, dude. I just collect things and they sit behind me, and I yeah. don't do anything with them unless Ethos is yelling at me. Thank you for reminding me to put up a fucking bookshelf. Damn it. Dude, if it wasn't for Mel, I wouldn't even have that fucking bookshelf. <laughs> you don't understand how much of a hovel I would live in as long as it had the internet. Like, right? It's like, is there food nearby? What's my internet connection? I don't even need like a bed frame. Just put a mattress on the floor with some sheets. Don't even tuck <laughs> them in. Like, I would, I would live, I would live like, like a, like just. See, see, I did like in the streaming room. I did a little bit better. Because, like, before I, I sold the house, I had to get a bed for the room adjacent to the streaming room. Like, just to have something in there for them to take pictures. I put that in here. So whenever I get done, like, really fucking late, I just go there. It's it's a twin bed. It fits me. It's comfortable as shit. I don't have to walk all the way downstairs. Most of the nights I sleep here. Yeah. I don't need a lot of space. Me either. Yeah. So, I'm probably not going to pick it up. And I don't need to wind up Julia Chai. I actually think it's a great minion. Yep. I actually do think it's a great minion. She has her husband in her arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's pretty funny. It's really well done. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I kind of just... I haven't bought merchandise that comes with things in years. Other than maybe soundtracks. And sometimes I forget to redeem... The item with the soundtrack, it just sits in there. Me too. So, because Me I'm just too. like, cool, I have the soundtrack. Just don't collect. Like, collectors, like, the next big thing I'm getting is my Final Fantasy VII, uh, I forget what, I think it's called Soldier Edition, or First first Class mm -hmm. Soldier Edition. And I had to reconfirm, hey, guys, don't forget, if you pre-ordered Final Fantasy VII, uh, they sent, I think specifically, if you did the First Class one, they sent emails to people asking if, after the delay... You still wanted your pre-order. And if you don't opt in, they will cancel it. So bear that in mind. It's not, oh, would you like to cancel it if you say nothing? Then we'll assume no. It's, we canceled it. Tell us you don't want it canceled. Don't forget that. So fair warning. Weird that they did it the opposite way, but whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, there's that. There, I guess there was also the callback campaign. Yep. But. Um, yeah, going from January 16th through February 17th, and I guess they added stuff from what I, I what I can tell because I like was the amber drop chocobo and the manigarm horn there before? Ninety nine percent sure they were because those are those are those are the the chocobo feather rewards, right? Yeah, yeah, those have been there. The amber draw because oh. the amber draw and twin time. I forgot when they added the manigarm. Well, Twintani, I know, has been there. Yeah, the Manigarm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about. Yeah, that's been there for a while. It wasn't there at first. Like, that was something that was later, mm -hmm. but it's not new to this, I'm pretty sure. I guess okay. I remember that mount, especially the Amber Drop. That's definitely been there for a while. Okay. All right. Yeah, there's the callback campaign from January 16th to February 17th, which, by the way, because we don't have an official date for 5.2, we now have to, and we don't have a live letter date yet, the dates of everything else should be very telling for when the patch is planned. Um, the callback Thanks. campaign ends February 17th, which would theoretically be, if our predictions come true, the last day before patch 5.2. Mm -hmm. It's it literally, that's not even the only thing, because we don't have a pattern for that. Callback campaign, that just, that just fits the narrative. 
The treasure mm. trove, however, we've started using this to determine patch dates. And thus far, if if this one goes as we think it will, it'll be three for three on accurate predictions on that front. So for those of you who haven't done it, if you've been playing since the beginning of 5.0 or just before 5.0, you'd have recognized this is the third Moogle treasure trove. It's basically do old content. We'll give you these irregular tombstones of various names that we've used in the past. They've been going chronologically thus far. And we will use those to let you get old rewards or get some new items that might be available, you know, like a necklace or fireworks or beast tribe mounts from the Realm Reborn beast tribes if you don't want to actually level those for any reason. But mm -hmm. one big thing is now this is the third one. We can officially use it to start predicting Square Enix patterns. Or at least we can say okay. that we, we, it's worked out in such a way so far that it's worth paying attention to. The first Moogle treasure trove was May 30th and lasted until the release of Shadowbringers. So about four weeks. The second one, I believe, was... I'm trying to remember exactly what day. I think the patch was like October 30th or something. Or the 29th. I think it was October 29th for, uh, for patch 5.1. The that prior one was September 30th until the patch. So again, four weeks. This one's January 20th. How much you want to bet it ends four weeks later with the release of patch 5.2. That's all it says is at release of 5.2, it's done. This is starting to become our, our now our best tool for determining patch dates. It won't, I, it won't always work, I guarantee it, but thus far it's, it looks like it'll be three for three on a four-week timing. I don't know if we should trust that just yet, though, so. Do we trust I mean, it? It's three times. It's three times there. Yeah. Yeah. Three times. Third time. To, third time's the charm. Dude, the only me. reason I say that is because if we start accepting that as the norm, when it's wrong, the people who took off work, they're like, oh, they announced that. I took off work already because I needed a month. And I'm like, I'm still nervous to say that. That's definitely it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be at the center of the blame for this at some point. Sly's just I shrugging. <laughs> I wouldn't take the blame just yet, honestly. If it's been right, it's been right. Well, if, if, if it's not right this time, I'll be taking blame. And at some point, someone's going to be like, but Mr. Happy said, like, yeah, he said most likely. Most likely. <laughs> Mr. Happy and then like a good percentage of Reddit said it probably. So you're not the only. Yeah, don't blame me. Reddit said it too. Okay. Yeah, blame Reddit first. Equal, equal. Yeah. I was going to say equal blame. Wow. How dare you yeah. pawn off responsibility. All right. Uh, but the big thing here of the Moogle Treasure Trove, for me, mm. is that Magitek Predator mount. This actually made me a little bit... This made me a little bit um, interested in this. Oh, interested. Okay. So. Not, I mean, mad. Mainly at myself. Because... Um, I did a thing like the first few weeks of I guess Shadowbringers when you could get them out when you still can get them out from Alamigo, right? Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, okay. I haven't gone back to Alamigo. But when I was running Alamigo when it was relevant, I know that thing this. where you just you yeah, just pass on another thing where you just mm-hmm. And then I realized it too late. And I accidentally passed on fucking 
And you know what happened with mine? I rolled a 28 on it and lost it to fold. In 4.1. What number did he have? 91. See, that doesn't feel too bad. At least you didn't fucking pass. Yeah, but it's fold. <laughs> That's not the first time this, he's taken him out is for this me. Not why, is this why he's not going to be on the show? No, it's not why. But it only fuels my hatred because... <laughs> my hatred, just to be clear, in air quotes. Because you got to remember, this was months after the rescue incident and was not the first time he had taken him out for me. <laughs> and it would not be the last, I'm pretty sure. this is. I'm pretty sure this is not the last time he won him out for me in Stormblood. I was the second highest roll, by the way, with a 28. So if he had just had a bad roll, I would have won it. <laughs> yeah. So, salty. And I never got it. Because I did about 30 or 40 runs, saw two of them drop, lost both of them, and said, all right, fuck it. I've got cooler mounts anyway. Now I've got Ozma and, and a Malboro. So, uh, fuck you, Magitech Predator mount. Yeah, it's only five Praetorium runs. What's the... Oh, that's... if I can guarantee you I'm not doing Praetorium for that. I will do the 24-mans, which we'll talk about in a second. I'm not going even remotely near Praetorium for that damn thing. Dunscape is the winner. I, you know, I kind of want to do a four Blue Mage AV speed, like just run runs of those over and over again. You could probably do that in mm. no time at all. Four Blue Mage AV. I remember four Blue Mage Tamtara mm -hmm. was like four minutes or something in one of the previous events. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like five minutes for that. Although I guess Dunscathe probably doesn't take that long either, to be fair. Mm. But, that being said, I, uh... I'm going to get that. <laughs> I'm going to get this Predator mount for old time's sake. Mm -hmm. Something mm -hmm. has interesting, something very interesting has actually happened, though, with this. And I think it, it kind of, it shows the Moogle treasure trove as maybe a little bit more useful than I might have initially anticipated. Okay. So the 24-man roulette has been Crystal Tower roulette 90% of the time since Shadowbringers launched. Even right. before then, kind of. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. A little bit less so during Stormblood because people were doing the newest 24-mans because some people are upgrading gear and whatnot. Shadowbringers hit mm -hmm. almost... I've gotten, like, one or two Ivalice raids since Shadowbringers launched. I feel like this... A lot of people say it's item level skimping, like, deliberate item... Like, people, like, lowering their item level mm -hmm. so they can't get into it. I think that's part of it, but I do think a lot of it is... A lot of people just never who weren't playing in Stormblood just don't do the new, the like, the last expansion's 24-mans. Everyone, think about every list of what to do before Shadowbringers comes out, and all of them said Crystal Tower. I mean, Orban, did Orban really leave that much of a sour taste in people's mouths? It's not even a sour taste, it's just... Why of all of all the things somebody starts playing before Shadowbringers and they need to get caught up, their top priorities are going to be what people tell them, and most people will tell you pre Shadowbringers, finish the story, and make sure you do Crystal Tower before then. That's like what ninety percent of people would have said. And then after that. Mm -hmm. who the fuck's going to populate it? Like, yeah, there are other people to populate it, but you got to remember that the majority of people 
queuing in to it are level 50 or, you know, or are level 50, between level 50 and 59. It's the lowest level. Everyone can get filtered into it, including the people who are leveling the new people. They're good. Get to 60. Some people haven't unlocked the Heavensward Raids. They're doing that now if they're interested in the event. People have said, you know, Dunscathe is the majority of what they get in the roulette right now, but I do see Void Arc in the Weeping City. And people are decimating them because the better players <laughs> in the 24 minutes are trying now. They're trying because they want to get through it fast to farm the Tombstones efficiently. And then you get Ivalice, which people liked, but definitely almost nobody said you have to do this before Shadowbringers comes out. And after Shadowbringers came out, nobody talked about it. I think item level cheese is part of the problem. I think the number of people who can do Stormblood 24 mans is much lower than the number of people who can do Crystal Tower and even Heaven's Word. I agree. I just who I just don't no. know who unlocks Evilies. Yeah. Chat's like who even unlocks that anymore? No one. No one unlocks Evilies. They just finish the main story. That's it. They're missing out on a good 24 man. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The Moogle event will no doubt take people into the Stormblood 24 mans eventually, like in one of the patch. So we're gonna have the ne- we're gonna have to wait on the next Moogle event for people to actually break Maybe down. More than that, to- you don't know when they'll start filtering in the Stormblood raids 24 mans. But however, when that happens, I mean, it, it, when it does, a lot of people will get into it, and a lot of people will unlock it. And then I think from that point on, you'll see it a lot more frequently. I still think Crystal Tower will, will always be the most common. It's just the one most people will encounter. Mm-hmm. Has the largest pool of people, with or without cheesing. So I think that's always going to be the case. But I am glad to see people, like, barreling through Dunscates in 24 mans. I'm probably going to have to do some of that in the next week or two. Let the 4th Legion show up sometime somewhere in main story people say go do Ivalice now you need to fuck or at least go if you now. did Ivalice yeah you'll remember that I mean I've even yeah. saying that with Eden because of Tartarus right like Eden uh, Erebos is like one of the portions of Tartarus like according to mythology if I, if I recall correctly it's like one of the segments of hell or something like that mm-hmm. so I, for me that's the big thing is Tartarus but as soon as it's got a direct tie in yeah Oh, other way around. Tartarus is in Erebos. Sorry. There you go. Bam. Either way, they're related in out, outside the game. So we'll see if they're related inside of the game. So, that being said, Moogle Treasure Trove will be going until the launch of 5.2, which we are predicting to be February 18th. Get that Predator Mount. I don't care about the other stuff. Get that in Job Mastery Fireworks. Just screw everything else. Go do your Beast Tribe quest. Stop being lazy. Go do your Realm Reborn Beast Tribe quests. They they suck. I'm gonna be honest. They're really bad. <laughs> They're not very good. They hadn't they hadn't figured it out yet. They hadn't figured it out yet at that point. I'm just gonna warn you now. I don't know what to do with them. They're not know great. What to do. They're really not great. <laughs> but do them anyway. <laughs> just do them. Just don't just. Why? So other people can suffer. So you cannot have to do Moogle Tombstone. Spend Moogle Tombstones. <laughs> Realistically, the Moogle Tombstones are way faster. Like, a bajillion times faster. Yeah, just grab the riding maps. Actually, no, don't even do that. Go hunt. Or level Blue Mage. Stop being lazy. Use Allied Seals from Blue Mage to get your riding maps. Or 
Yeah, or go do a Realm Reborn hunts. Don't do that. Anyway, yeah. Easy squeezy. But that's another thing. Oh, yeah, and you even brought up here. Hidden Gorge has actually been kind of popping. Which is ironic, considering it's not the latest PvP map. But it is in the instance list the for the treasure trove. Yeah. Is that a feels bad man for the new PvP mode? Or is it reinvigorating that Hidden Gorge is popping a little bit more? Little column A, little column B. Yeah. I think it's kind of upsetting for the new PvP mode. I mean, I still yeah, don't understand why I still don't understand why they do PvP modes the way that they do. Where they just like in, they like get rid of old PvP modes and like old PvP maps as they release new ones. Mm -hmm. And they get like, rid of like old rule sets or they phase them out or they make it so you can't get them for a short time. It's like Come on, man, just put something out that's PvP related and let it sing for itself. They just don't I just feel like they don't have the faith in it for it to sing for itself. They have to put everyone into it. This is what happens when your content's made all for these only changes, All these changes people. with PvP? All those changes with PvP and they don't have any faith in it? Really? I don't think they do. <laughs> you don't need... If, you're, if your mode is good and, you are, and you've done it right, you don't need to funnel people into a specific thing. I've never thought of a time when I played World of Warcraft and they released a new PvP map where I went, well, I guess I'm only doing that. <laughs> I mean, it's like that for a day. I didn't, yeah, like, obviously when it's the new hotness, you go in, but you still queue into yeah. just P. I didn't stop doing Warsong Gulch in a Rathi Basin when AV hits, and I didn't stop doing AV when Strand of the Ancients hit. Like, I still did, I still do them all, because the it stood on its own really well, and I don't think they have the confidence in it here. I mean, we're talking, well, did Hidden Gorge really stand out on its own? No, because people didn't exactly. like because, well, that's because Exactly. It now, didn't. Well, you don't because here's the thing: Hidden Gorge just replaced the Astrologos. It did. Yeah. So it, had, it added a train. Yeah, it added a fucking train. It was like they were like, "Well, the Astrologos map was imbalanced, so instead of fixing the Astrologos map, we're just going to make a brand new one and destroy the old one." It's like it's yeah. just a weird way of approaching it to just completely go away with you, all the other work that you did, in for sake now, of creating something else. Now, in the same breath, did the Nadam leave a better lasting impression than in Gorge? I think people were more immediately excited for it because I'll it reminds a lot of people of Seal Rock. Mm -hmm. But it has a very different set of issues. Seal Rock's biggest problem was random spawns because you could literally like get every like A rank or, or S rank like near you and not have to really fight much. Um, this has, this has an issue of once you've claimed it, there's nothing, you're not fighting for anything there. It lets you yeah, just leave. Yeah. It's just leave, leave. or kill shit. Yeah. And leave killing, kill shit, and killing shit is pretty much how you win this mode. Like yeah, actually, which I think much. is good, by the way. One thing I don't like about hidden gorge <clears> and astrologos <throat> is the mechs. I don't like mechs in PVP. I want to, I'm there to, <clears throat> I'm there to PVP, not to be a giant robot with three buttons that can two-shot people. Boo. Haps doesn't like fun. Haps, you know what? I you like PVP in my PVP. You, you are a fucking Karen. You like raisins in your fucking potato salad. Happy, damn it. Raisins and potato salad. You didn't see the, uh. I like PVP when I fight people. Which is why I don't like Shatter. 
which is why I don't like secure. So I didn't like. Patch doesn't like fun. I didn't like. I don't like that slaughter had PVE. It's like, why does your mode that is deathmatch have PVE in it? <laughs> I agree with chat here. Sly like Shatter. He doesn't have a say in what's fun. Exactly. <laughs> Look, Shatter was fun. Funner than fucking Hidden Gorge. I'll say that. I'll disagree. I don't like mm-hmm. robots, but mm-hmm. I do prefer having only two teams. Even though I do like the robots, wins. I'll say I'll say the one thing. Oh, so yeah, I just realized the thing you were defending was the thing you just said was worse than the thing you, you originally like, which are both not good. That's I'm, I'm saying the only thing that got right was the robots. That's it. I'm sure. Yeah, the, I don't give a shit about the fucking train. Fuck I don't care about the train either, but I just like to PvP in my PvP. I like when you present me with an objective that I need to control or capture and I kill people to do it. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't need I don't need these alternate Or unless you get there unless you get there pretty fucking early, you just take it for no fucking reason. And then people just get there late. Yeah. Yeah. I do like Feast. I actually really do like Feast because the it, it's not just death so fun. I mean, it's, it's not just deathmatch. It's an objective-based... Like, you're not just killing people for killing people. There's an objective behind each kill. And I like that. I really do like that. Feast, I, I will say Feast has stood the test of time in terms of PvP. I, I still think Feast is the best representation of how balanced or, or enjoyable PvP is at the moment. But, of course, I always have the issue. Mm-hmm. I don't ever just subscribe to one map in PvP or in one thing in PvP. If, if I'm not enjoying a part of it, I'm probably not doing the rest of it. I don't want to only do feast. I don't want to only do hidden gorge. I, don't want, I want it. I want to be able to just get. Oh, I got this. I got this mode this time. Oh, you I got want to be able to time. enjoy all the modes. I want to be. I well, not even all of them. I want to be able to queue into just PvP queue, and any result I get is a result that is populated and fun. I had PvP modes. I certainly liked less in World of Warcraft because that's going to be my shine. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't like AV that much. Because it was too much, like, just running a straight line down. Like, by the time people had optimized AV, you barely PvP'd. You, like, picked off stragglers and, like, just... You, otherwise, you just ran through and just murdered AI. You just murdered NPCs. And it was like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Once it was optimized, at the very least. But it was like... I don't like that. I want to fight people. I want to have a flag and there's people battling around the flag or I want to have a point and people are fighting around the point, which is why I like Seal Rock. I want to be attacking a base. See, attacking a base of robots would make sense. Like, and one base defending one group of people attacking. Not two bases of robots. Just robots everywhere. I just want to fight players. Robots everywhere does sound good. No, it can be. I don't like PvPVE. I like PvP. Please. Either way, five tombstones for Hidden Gorge. <laughs> for the Moogle event. So if you can do Hidden Gorge, as in you don't want to, you don't hate yourself when you're doing it, then go ahead. It's a good time. Now that was just the Moogle Tombstone was going to be last week's show. It's been 25 minutes and we didn't even talk about the Moogle Tombstone for about 80% of that. Yeah. So that's short of the realm number two. Maybe I just released these and say I I forgot to release them and they were late. We just put them out one at a time. 
234. Feel like this is what you would have gotten. So I hope you understand <laughs> that. I hope you do. It's just another Mondays with Mr. Head. Exa- exactly. There you go. The thing that said made us go, all right, we can finally do a show next week. <laughs> Was the 5.2 promotional site finally being out? And see, this is the dumbest shit about this. Like, this is shit we already know, yet this is probably going to take up the fucking show. We could have done a full show on probably just that site, even with it literally being the lowest effort. we already know. The lowest effort promotional site I think I've seen. And I think they only put it out because they hadn't done anything in a while i don't think they put it out because they were actually ready to release a promo site so mm-hmm. the big thing we get here is the artwork on the promotional site uh, for anyone who doesn't remember it's yeah. called echoes of a fallen star and it is what looks to be a crystal of light with uh what looks to be heidelin at the bottom dalamud at the top ardbert on the left us on the right and a Lidibus chilling dead center I have, a, this is kind of like the New Year's thing. I have seen so many people pull this apart, mostly because of Dalamud being at the top there. Because Echoes of a Fallen Star, they, yeah. love, they love to do double entendres with their patch titles. Which usually lead to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not even, it's not so much that they don't lead to, it, they just kind of reference things. Like, I remember patch 3.2 was Gears of Change. And they said that Gears of Change was mm-hmm. Alexander. They said it was the Sway in the War from the Dragon Song War. It was, you know, hitting its crescendo mm-hmm. in the next patch. And the development team reapproaching certain things content wise after the mess that was 3.0 and 3.1. Yep. Echoes of a Fallen Star shows Dalamud. Literally, you know, it's a moon, but almost a literal interpretation mm-hmm. of a fallen star. We obviously, the first is, well, it hasn't fallen entirely, and we're working to restore it. It is the equivalent of that. The void is the most literal fallen star that we have. And you even just have the original planet before it was split into the source and the 13 shards. That's a quattro entendre. Again, we read way too much into shit. That's what happens when this is all we have to do for weeks and weeks on end. Yep. Yeah. Um, people obviously recognize the three characters. We know we have, you know, probably a Littibert and uh, a Littibert. <laughs> you don't like, do you like that? <laughs> I've heard Artibus. I, I kind of like it. A Littibert. I like a Littibert for Ardbert. Um, and we have a Littibus himself. We have the Warrior of Darkness. There's not much really to pull away from what characters are there because those are just kind of big players and Shadowbringers. Right. Oh, you know what? No, is that a little bit? I know what I just realized. Is that? No, I think that is. I don't think that's the the new character that we saw with Xeno. No. No. I don't think it is. I'd have to rewatch the cutscene, but I'm fairly certain that that's the symbol for Zodiac and uh, tactics. You'd I'd have to, I'd have to look it up to be a hundred percent certain, but fairly certain that's a little bit Derplander and Warrior of Darkness. But dude, the Dalamud thing is just throwing people for a fucking loop. They just want to know what are we doing? Why is that there? I like the theory that it's just because we're going to be dealing with Baja Citadel, <laughs> and which is literally. 
the starting point for kind of the entire madness that le led to the Seventh Umbral Era. Hmm. I think that's it. I think that's literally the only reason. It's there as a reference to the fact that we'll be exploring the history with the history of the Meteor Project with the Baja Citadel and the Hrothgar. The events that, you know, led to the kind of destruction of their homeland. And uh, then it's a, then a double entendre with the with the name of the, the, so the, the song. The name of the uh, patch. That's it. I don't think, I don't think it's, it's an ominous reading of anything else. And then you get what we had in 5.1. That was a virtue, deeds of cruelty. Which was only a passage that we picked up at the end when we re-explored um, the uh, God, I um, copied Thacker. Yeah, one of the it was one of the passages. That was it. We read too much and way too much into that. I don't think people read even read into that at all. And yeah, I mean. A lot of us were correct in, you know, thinking that 5.1, like in terms of title, was a lot more centered on the 24 man. This, I mean, I feel yeah. like this is more all encompassing. There's a lot of things mm -hmm. that this plays in reference to, and I guess we can kind of start to dig into that because the reason why I say I feel like they rushed this site out. Literally just a text list of stuff that they talked about in the last live letter. Pretty much. No, no images, no directories, no nothing. If you click 5.1 and look at that site compared to the 5.2 site, it's insane. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it's like... Be fair for me, Sly. One to say this is a completed five point one site, but when no, first when 5 it 1 first site, came wait, out, come on. When it first came out, I'm trying to remember what it looked like. I can't can't go back to to a uh, earlier build of a site. I wish we could. You can. Uh, you don't know how to do that. No, you've never you've never loaded like an old version of a site before. Mm. Well, you don't need to do it now, but it's it's actually not that difficult to do. I'll teach you how to do it sometime. It's it's a right it's 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 a it's a keyboard command and some fiddling around the way. As well as long as the info info is still there, you can usually load. You can usually say like pull up a save state of a website from a prior time. Uh, but anyway, look at it. It's so complete. Like here's the thing, when I say complete, it has, it, from the the day it came out, whatever was there. Had a name, had a picture. If the things that weren't there, cool, they didn't talk about them. They maybe were mentioned somewhere, but that's it. But perhaps we, we, we have names and pictures. We have so a picture and some names that are not in mm -hmm. any way directly related to said picture. No, no we, we have pictures and names. Just go to the live letter images. That's it. Then they didn't even put those there. They even had some images. They could have stayed, taken the same two images from the Ruby Weapon Press and just put them on this site. They could have done that with almost all of these topics, and they didn't. But that's because some of them were just slides. But even the slides had pictures. Some, you know what? Regardless. <laughs> Let's go down the list. And, and 
our art. We had to. No, I we already did. There, there, there's one or two things here that I feel like not so much worth expanding upon, but it's interesting to see the okay. final name. So we have obviously main scenario quests. We have the dungeon, the anim, anamnesis anitor, which will I'm looking forward to. It's the only dungeon we're going to get because now this is the first patch where we will only get one dungeon per patch. I am waiting yep. for the patch, the the patch, the eventual day when it's only every other patch. The eventual day. I don't think it'll actually happen, but I'm I'm prepared for it mentally. We have the Edens versus raids. Couldn't include the Ramua artwork. Couldn't do that. I get that it isn't a game render, but couldn't do that. Couldn't couldn't possibly have that. Chronicles of a New Era: The Sorrow of a Warlet. That is directly tied to the Ruby Weapon trial. Which was tentatively called the Ruby Weapon, and now appears to be titled the Cinder Drift. Cinder Drifts. People debated if that was Ruby Weapon or not, because it's what the hell does Ruby Weapon have to do with Cinder Drift? In other languages, it actually it's like called the Ruby something. So it's like mm-hmm. I I don't remember what the exact translations are, but the Ruby whatever. It, the word Ruby is used in some other languages. Um, But people were like, I wonder if that's the secret trial that they said they're done talking about. They're done. They're not, they're literally not going to talk about that extra trial. What's the face? Can't be. If it's secret and they're done talking about it, they're not going to say anything. That doesn't stop people from thinking Cinder Drift might be the secret one. And they just like (laughs) fucked it up. I'm just saying, I'm telling you what I read when okay. this was posted on Reddit. Desperate for a show, I read Reddit. I'm looking, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the Reddit post right now. Yeah. There's some discussions there about if Cinder Drift is a weapon. Fuck. Why y'all must be lim- limber after all these fucking stretches? The fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's the name for the Ruby Weapon trial. And we have Ruby Weapon Extreme as well. Which is only going to disappoint people. Is it weird that I think that? I don't think the fight will be bad. I think it'll disappoint people. I think the image of Ruby Weapon being taken down in an EX raid when people have this, like, fond remembrance of the, like, double... Let me double summon Hades, Knights of the Round, and kill... I have to kill all seven of my party members and solo this, clearly. It's the only way. If they don't do it, it's not correct. People have fond memories of, like you said, people have fond memories of Ruby Weapon. In general, like people have fond memories of seven, and I think seven's a really fresh in a lot of people's mind right now because of the remake. So yeah, of course people are going to be disappointed. I think it's one of those things you can you can do well, but you'll never a hundred percent satisfy people who. Mm-mm. I would love if there's a point in the fight where it sucks all eight people into like a like a like a whirlpool and you're alone. It's like it killed the other seven. It's like the equivalency of it. I'd be okay mm. with that. Yeah, I think we all would. I am very... I love seeing the creativity. I, I You know I'm not a super big fan of just outright um, fan service without nostalgia. explanation. Yeah, mm. like nostalgia-driven fan service versus accurately integrated, like Crystal Tower and stuff, fan service. Um, and I'm curious to see where this toes the line. I think I think they'll be okay. Uh, we have the Katari, the Kikurn of the First, which we're all very curious about. Mm-hmm. That is a gathering beast tribe. 
as a reminder, much to the surprise of everyone. And then we have the resistance weapon quests. Those are most likely our relic weapons. Relic. Resistance weapon is an interesting name for it, though. Because we're going to bodge... I say we're going to. The quest is going to explore the Bajda Citadel. So, we are being told that the relic weapon and the exploration zone, which they are implying both will exist, are not inextricably tied. Meaning you can do the weapon without doing exploration content... And you can progress the story of the exploration content without uh, doing without doing the weapon. It's weird to me that I I still can't help but tie them together. And I wonder how satisfying it'll be to do one yeah. without the other. I mean, why wouldn't you, like, if one kind of coincides with the other, why wouldn't you do that? Like, saying that you, saying that you could do one without the other... But at the same time, like it's just a matter of efficiency. Yes. I probably will just do exploration content for the next relic anyway, because I'm going to do exploration mm -hmm. content, so I should kill two birds with one stone. And I remember how it's quick not. the Eureka weapons were, other than the stat allocations. The mm -hmm. RNG stat allocations. Um, but I'm like, I wonder if it's... The big thing with the Eureka weapons, they didn't have a story behind them. Animal weapons and Zodiac weapons had stories tied to each weapon, the heroes that wielded them, their origins, whatever. Eureka didn't have that. Mm -hmm. They were just weapons built with the energy that we had received. I don't... If these are going to be separate, I'd like them to be able to stand on their own two feet without the Exploration Zone's lore or without mm -hmm. its story being told. But I don't see that happening. I don't see how you can make resistance weapons, which... Unless they were wielded by, like, Hrothgar legends or some shit like that. You know, like, really old Hrothgars that had picked up the, had mastered foreign arts or some crazy shit like that. I don't know. I think you're, I think if you don't do the exploration zone with these, I feel like they're gonna, they're gonna not stand well. But they'll be weapons. They'll be grindable weapons. Right. And it sounds like I can do, like, roulettes and shit. I feel like we've we've grown into the necessity for a grind with our weapons, like associating one part of the grind with another, like with with um, Animos, Pagos, Pyros. Like we kind of put two and two together, and I think we will continue to do that no matter what, no matter what you tell us. Even if you say, "Hey, you don't have to do this along with this," we're still probably gonna. Do it. I don't know. I, I, I I'm not. I, I'm, it is, but it's efficient if you're willing to do that content. I think the idea is, and I agree with this. Is some people just didn't do the relic because they didn't want to do Eureka. That will no longer be an inhibiting. I can factor. agree with you. I can agree with you there. That was my biggest complaint about the relic is I had to be off doing something else no matter what. Because sometimes you could do a relic while waiting for a long queue. And maybe that queue mm -hmm. was for the relic, but you could still do something while you were waiting for it in that time. One thing, though, don't make me fucking do books. I will if this relic includes a fucking book. What if there's I'm books not doing this in relic. the new exploration zone. Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to do that? Like, stop, stop. I can't dance my Get eyebrows. Unfortunately, I can't raise the left Get one. I can do this, but I can't. 
can't do it. I don't have the I don't I don't have the muscles to do that in my face. It's okay. Uh, good luck with your with your relic books this expansion, Sly. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have the Ashgardian restoration updates. We already know that's you know all the stuff that wasn't in five point like a huge laundry list of features like scratch off cards and you know the further story related stuff and expert recipes and leaderboards that reset every 10 days and all that stuff so that's good that's a show compared to 5.0 and 5.1 that's a show yeah as far there as will actually saying. we can actually have a crafting gathering show shit i mean we'll have to include ocean fishing in that and the crafting and gathering overalls you damn straight you better <laughs> Fuck. You know what I'm going to do when ocean fishing comes around? I'm going to go fish on the Final Fantasy XI boat and we're just record oh God. that. Side to side? Yeah. Side to side, yeah. Side to side it. We're gonna, I'm going to side to side the Selbina Muhara boat and the, the uh, I think it's Limsa Waking Sands boat. And that's it. One of them. And I, if I get the pirate attack on the, the Final Fantasy XI one, my word. Oh man! And then new game plus updates, probably like job quests and stuff. But there's other stuff and more. And more. There's some things. It's <laughs> man. Why didn't they mention the tombstone changes? Though those are a shocker. Because they needed a fucking a post for it, a complete post. Oh my god! Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. I never understand they that. Sure did. But, you know, it's information, I suppose. Yeah, because that was the whole 5.2 site, was that. And that was, again, that was 19 minutes for us to talk about that. Think about that. Three short of the realms, man. Yep. That's it. It's beginning It's beginning to add to a complete show. What beginning, you, middle, and end. What do you know? What do you know? Jesus. Hey, and speaking you, of that. Wait, 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 what? What happened? What were you going to say? I was going to say, I can't even believe you put changes to tombstones on our notes like it was a topic. Dude, it, they made a post for it. Why not? <laughs> Sly. <laughs> you Okay, so here's the thing. Changes to Allegan Tomes is fine. You could have written that. You, you wrote down notes under that. It's just what it says. That's yeah, I know. But we've done this for so many years, Sly. Yeah, we I mean, know we, what we, that post means. We notice. Weekly cap, we, weekly clap removed on Phantasmagoria. Tomes of Goetia will be removed, and you can trade them in for Phantasmagoria. Uh, Poetics, going to be here until the final calamity takes us. What are you talking about? The seventh was the final calamity. That's it. No more. No more calamities. And then we got the new tombstone name, which is Allegory. Which, by the way... Um, Allegory. Allegory. No, I wasn't going to go political with it. I was more going to go allegory. It's like, God. it's allegans. It's allegan tombstones of allegory. Just replace the E with an A. A leg only? No, not a leg only. Hey, but you know what, though? For anyone's wondering, allegory, and I'm going to read the exact definition because I may know what it is, but my descriptions are terrible. A story, poem, or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically a moral or political one. Mm 
Allegan Orgy. No, that's a different kind of tombstone altogether. That's a very different kind of tombstone. Sly had to put his drink down. When he heard that. He's like, all right, not drinking to that. All right. Not not drinking tonight to that not even remotely. Yeah, that was and that's it, dude. That was that was three weeks worth of short of the realms that we held off on doing so we could have a show that was over sixty minutes. Much to the chagrin of the group that's waiting till five thirty for us to raid. <laughs> because I was like, I gotta do a podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> Overall though, um it's just I don't know. If this will be something we continue to do, where we completely avoid ultra-short shows, we made the decision to do it this time. We leave it to you, the audience. Sort you of, think? yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll take it into consideration, and then we'll talk amongst ourselves. We, we have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, Sly and I talked uh, Tuesday, not even Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday. We were like, like right before. Yeah, we were right like before. Like we were in the middle of streaming too. <laughs> we were both streaming and we we're just like back and forth like eh. uh, Do we do anything this week? And Sly's like, I don't I don't think we should skip another week and I'm like, Sly, what do you want to talk about? And he goes, "Fuck it, bank it." Bank it for next week. <laughs> because I think the more we thought about it, the more we were like, that's not a show. And hopefully mm-hmm. we can come up with some better solution for it in the future. It's just it's just so weird, man. We don't even have, like, Usually, dormant, dormant topics. After the new year, after the new year, after the new year break or whatever they want to call it, we usually have stuff, even stuff that we can kind of pull out of our ass and make a show of. We usually have more stuff than that. So I'm thinking in the coming weeks, um, closer to 5.2, after 5.2, even well after 5.2, we won't have an excuse to where... Well, the round patches, we don't ever... We have no shortage of information. Like, I think it's reasonable that we could look at the the patterns for the previous patches and figure out when the 5.2 site will be updated next and, you know, when they'll announce this small detail they talk about every time and seasonal events, you know, all that. We could totally do that. And I have a feeling if our predictions are right, and we are less than, at this point, almost four weeks to the day. I think, yeah, actually, four weeks mm-hmm. to the day away from the patch. Usually enough happens on those times, in those four weeks, that we are mm-hmm. we are, we are safe to, like, guarantee a show. But if it comes down to it, we will refer to you on whether or not we do a short of the realm, a like 20 to 30 minute state of the realm. In the future, with limited topics to discuss. Topic. Topic. See, chat's like job meta. It's like there's nothing to talk about job wise right now. There's just, there isn't any we, discussion to be we had. Beat that dead horse so much sure over have. the past years. Yeah, well, sure we only, we only do it, that horse. We only do it when there's an actual discussion. Like if if we. And, and, if we were to talk about tanks right now, people would be like, ah, oh, we're in Dark Knight are a little too close play style-wise. And I'd be like, cool, let's talk about it. They'd be like, no, that's it. I'd be like, all right. All right. Honestly, the only other topic we could have brought up uh, last week, I think it would have been a nice topic, it's a good topic to bring up right now, is uh, a lot of people do know that, uh, you know, we have Ethis, our lore master on, 
all the time. Mm -hmm. Anytime there's anything lore-related, new update-related, speculation-related, we bring him on. He is the unofficial third host of the show. Only only unofficial because he's not on every week. Um, he actually held a nice little event just before, yeah. a few days before last week's show, where he was mm -hmm. uh, trying to raise money for the bushfire incident over in Australia. He had a bunch of different people on for an hour each from the Final Fantasy XIV community, and he quizzed us on Australia. <laughs> and I learned that uh, I am not an, I'm not even close to being Australian. And I'm the biggest bogan. Yeah, yeah. Sly is almost officially Australian. Almost. This guy. Yeah. That guy right there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it was a really good event. It involved a lot of people from the Final Fantasy XIV community. Sometimes playing Final Fantasy XIV, depending on uh, the length of time available, I didn't get to play anything because we started 20 minutes late. I, I, did, I did an escalation. I, 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 I said, yeah, you want to play Dauntless? Like, we're not playing Dauntless. And I'm like, why? He's like, because I started 20 minutes late. <laughs> We won't have time. We won't have time to do anything. And I'm like, all right, I guess we're not doing Dauntless. <laughs> That's all there is to it. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to shout that out um, because Ethis and a lot of other people, of course, but Ethis was the one I, I interacted with most directly, um, did something great with a lot of members of the Final Fantasy XIV community to try and counteract a very major disaster that's uh, going on right now in Australia. And I figured that that's something worth that's something worth bringing up. It is, it is relevant yes. to Final Fantasy XIV and the community. So, thank you for what was an awesome time at this, and hopefully uh, the money goes to helping as many people as humanly possible with that situation. Because it's a pretty big one. I've seen some other people. I think uh, there's a member of the Heaven on High community, um, Angelus Demonus, I think his name. I think he's also been raising money with his Heaven on High and mm. Palace of the Dead solos, if I'm not mistaken. I'm fairly certain I've seen the, his tweets because I, I I see I see his, his heaven on high and palace of the dead tweets quite frequently. So I'm fairly certain he was also doing that as well. And chat's confirming it for me. So also awesome job, Angelus. And that is another eight minutes on the show. <laughs> All that puts up another eight minutes, Sly. So I think uh, we've we've hit our quota. I think we're Have good. We? I think we're good. My raid team will be waiting for me. Well, my my T reclear team, because it's not the team I'm raiding in five point two. My T reclear team, it will be waiting for me in about fifteen minutes. So we should probably Can wrap stretch up. Stretch another minute. No. <laughs> so one, one quick minute. No. Thank you everyone for it ticked over as I was getting ready to say it anyway. Well, fine. Thank you, oh, everyone, okay. for joining us for three short of the realms combined into a single show at this point. Um, of course, we thanked our sponsor, Steel Series, at the start of the show, but we also have our patrons. Their names have been scrolling in the top right the entire time. And we have our patrons of Darkness, Kujacross, on Genova, and Kernioni, who, through the lull and through all the times, have supported quite massively. And I still can't find... I don't know where Sly's went. Sly, I give up. You win. I give up on the current eye because that's the current eye one, and I still I just I don't know I I don't it was right next to it, and I don't know what happened. It's gone. I, I give up. You win. It's gone to a better place. If he takes another picture, I'll use that. Sounds good. Look, 
All right, and then Kuja Cross. Yours went second today because it was the second one that was in my list. So, <laughs> go. so is this personally provided one. I haven't gotten new images from either of them in a while. Probably enjoying the lull as much as we have been with the various titles that uh, we've been messing around with. And with that, Sly, we've thanked our patrons. They were awesome. Mm -hmm. We thanked our viewers. They were awesome. Sure. We thanked Steel Series. They were awesome. Now, you have the floor. Sly, where can they find you at? What are you up to? What are you doing? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Twitter, at Sly the Fox. Uh, Facebook, Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Uh, YouTube.com slash Development Room. Um, what am I doing? I'm playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions, getting through that. Uh, getting through Code Still 2, because, you know, I'm playing all the Trails games. Um, I'm doing a weekly radio show called WSLY, which is a city pop radio station. It's a couple of hours every Saturday night after Shin Megami Tensei Saturday. So if you just want to listen to some good music, some good city pop from 70s and 80s of Japan, you know, come by. It's pretty chill. Keep it chill. Good tunes. Yeah, love to have. And uh, Maps, what are you doing? What's, what's going on with you? Can I find you? I look homeless. Minus the home that I'm in, wow. I guess. I mean, look at wow. this. Like, this is not kept. This is not kept yeah. at all. At all. Yeah, there's a home around you. Yeah, there's a but home. But it's you not about where I am. It's about how I look. Anyway, you can find me, Mr. Happy, at Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Been busy. Luckily, my Final Fantasy XIV lull season has not been poorly spent. I finally got around to Sword and Shield, or I specifically Shield. Finished my Galarian Pokedex. Caught five shinies in a day, and then DBZ Kakarot came out. Played that nonstop for three, four days. Now Temtem, the Pokemon-inspired MMO, is in early access today. Having some server issues, as MMOs do during early access and launch periods. Yep. But either way, I played it during Alpha, so I know I'll enjoy it when everything's working all thoroughly. Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind is out this Thursday. And after that, I think everything just kind of fell apart because all <laughs> everything in the next two months got delayed. Mm -hmm. P5R is still there. PSO2, I don't think we have a date for. Um, Not yet. Final Fantasy VII Remake is 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 April 10th. A little bit delayed. A little bit Sorry. delayed. Five weeks. Uh, Animal Crossing is March 20th. I've, I forgot everything. I've already three, three is... Uh, uh, April 4th. April 4th, yeah. So, yeah, right between Final Fantasy VII Remake and P5R. Fantastic. Um, at least April's not hell month. Yeah, but well, I mean, yeah, it's not, but it's slide now. It's now February and March are boring. <laughs> oh, uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeons March sixth. Got that now, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> I'll play it, man. I'll play it. I played Pokemon play. Mystery Dungeon. I'm down. I got some more shiny hunting to do. I got shiny hunting to do in Ten Town. I got shiny hunting to do in Pokemon. I got. I got Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Doom's coming out, but I always forget about Doom. Not going to lie. Great game. Always forget about it. Sorry, Doom. Mm -hmm. But with that, I think we're good to wrap up the show for the week. Very short post-show because, again, I got Raid. Yep. So, everyone, thank you for joining us for somehow a state of the realm. And we'll we did it. pay attention closely to see if we should do a 20, 30-minute show next week because that'll probably be the reality of the situation. But we'll do our best. We'll see. Just want to bullshit a show, or at least not bullshit it to a certain degree. There's a there's a limit. There's a limit of bullshit. 
little bit. So we'll keep you appraised to what's going on with that. Anyway, thank you for watching this week's episode of Stay of the Realm. We will see you next week. And until next time, take care. See you next week, hopefully. <laughs>